Welcome back to the Bedside Athlete Podcast, a mini-series on the Bedside Coney's podcast channel. This week, we are doing a, our first Zoom uh, this is breaking. We're breaking another barrier. We're breaking <laughs> another barrier. <laughs> breaking barriers episode after episode. This probably will come out after... The first episode that we do virtually on Bedside Coney's, but technically speaking, this is the first ever virtual recording on the BSC studio line of podcasts. Yeah, hopefully it sounds <laughs> sounds okay. I'm on the I'm on a good mic, Rouse on a uh, uh, AirPods or not AirPods, wired headphones, not wired AirPods. Apple. Yeah, dude, um, wired Apple headphones are coming back though. They're back, dude. I oh, there's a ton more people. I feel like out on the streets wearing them these days. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's a little bit to do with like the microphone works a little bit better, as well as some people are freaked out about like the radiation from Bluetooth, which I think is not that big of a deal. But who knows? Yeah, I've seen research on that. I've heard that it doesn't really matter because it's like Bluetooth waves, like radio waves, and I've heard there's a shit ton of research on that that says like you're fine. But yeah, I it think is it's way more to do with the mic. Yeah, that's fair. Um, cool. Well, just as a reminder, uh, make sure you like and subscribe um, to this podcast. Rate us five stars on Spotify. Give us a five star rating or a five out of five rating on Apple Podcasts, whatever whatever it is uh, that you do on on Apple Podcasts. Um, I don't even know what episode number this is because we're pre-recording a ton of these. So <laughs> I think this is episode maybe five, yeah. um, five or six. So I'm one, two, one, two, three. I think I'm five weeks in. Why is it fucking freezing up on me? Yeah, yeah, we are five weeks in. Right I just got the notes and... We're five weeks in to Ralph's uh, half triathlon, half Ironman uh, training, and um, how's it going? You're traveling this week. That's why we're doing Zoom. Yeah, I was going to say, it's just been hectic, to say the least, but to be honest, I've been off work too, so that's kind of been nice, a little bit more, uh, well, I should say I, was, I wasn't off last week, but we're recording on Monday after my sister's wedding, because my sister got married on may 7th um which was a sunday but i was technically working on thursday and friday last week but not really so i was kind of it also is really warm here and i actually for the first time in a while i like slept in on purpose on friday because i was like dude i want to run outside in like the heat and i got fucking burnt (laughs) i feel like i could see it it's not great lighting but you look a little a little red Oh yeah, like my my right shoulder is for sure gonna peel here in the next two or three days. <laughs> so that's one tip for people: uh, the sun. You are not stronger than the sun. You are not stronger than the sun. And if you wear a heart rate monitor, that the heart rate monitor tan line is weird. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. We both Ralph and I have chest heart rate monitors because I think most times you think of like the wrist ones in your watch, smart watches. But yeah, uh, we have chest ones that are supposed to be more accurate. And I remember my marathon training last year. I had the weirdest chest stand because it's just like a band right, right below your pecs. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. it's weird. Yeah. It's a weird, weird. Um, what am I trying to say? Tan line for a guy. Yeah, especially the funniest too is so getting into like this week a little bit. I luckily it's my I'm from Hamilton. I'm sure a lot of people listening to this know that, but I'm from like the Hamilton, Ohio area, which is really nice because there's it expanded it a lot recently. Um, but it's also existed for a while. But we have a really nice bike path on the Great Miami River, which is like in downtown Hamilton. It's what cuts through downtown Hamilton. Saturday morning. Um, luckily I didn't really have much to do Saturday other than my sister's rehearsal dinner, which was like later in the evening. So I woke up like kind of late in the morning and took my bike out. Um, but the one problem was that I had a, I had a two hour bike ride into like a 15 minute long run. So it was like, it was basically like a mini brick. It was my first brick workout, Mm -hmm. but I wore, it was cloudy, but I was like, Oh, well, you know, it's like 65. I I already got some sun like yesterday. I'll be all right. I even put sunscreen on and I had a, a cutoff t-shirt on with my heart rate monitor on around my chest. So I have like, <laughs> it's basically a T down my like lower back yeah. into my like chest. It looks so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> that is but uh hopefully by like, by the end of the summer, it'll be somewhat gone you never know yeah how uh how is training in cincinnati with all the hills because for those who don't know chicago is the flattest city ever and so training here is awesome because you don't have to worry about the hills at all like at all for running or biking no. uh but cincinnati for those who have not been which i think most of our listeners are either from cincinnati or have been to cincinnati uh very hilly compared to uh chicago yeah so that was like the tough thing. I talked about this last week, but I started a new program this week. So a lot of times with programs, what they'll do is the first week. And if it's a good program, they'll do this every like four weeks is it's like testing. So you're testing your, if you're doing heart rate specific training, I don't really know how they do it for power and stuff like that. But at least for heart rate specific training, um, you're testing your heart rate threshold, which Max, you can kind of help with this too. Basically what you're doing is you're testing to see how high you can get your heart rate to be at a steady pace. Mm-hmm. So essentially on Tuesday I did, which I was still in Chicago at that point, I did a, a threshold heart rate bike, which you basically warm up and then you do like 30 to 45 minutes, depending on the program of like seeing how hard you can do, how hard you can go. And then there's like formulas out there to see like, what is your heart rate threshold? And then that's how you get your, your zones, Mm -hmm. your heart rate zones. So during training, it'll be like, Hey, today, like a lot of training for endurance um, events like this are going to be in like low zone two, which is to be honest with you, pretty easy. It's just like trying to see how long you can hold that zone. So the reason I bring that up Tuesday, I did the bike indoors. I just did it on like a bike trainer. Um, we could talk about that at some point too, but basically getting that set up, I'm, I'm able to ride my bike inside on a mm-hmm. trainer and like change the resistance. 
Um, so I did that. And then, so I got back to my parents' house on Wednesday night. And as Max mentioned, my parents' place is even more hilly because we're up near like Oxford, Ohio, which is near like Miami University. Um, and it is ridiculously hilly. And I was like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to do this. I had to do a, a test run, heart rate test threshold run on Thursday. And I was like, this is going to be hard anyway. So I might as well just do it outside. And it was a, I'll just walk through like what the, what the breakdown was. It was basically the warm up was five minutes in easy zone two. And it was already hard to keep my heart rate in zone two just because I was like running up a hill in the beginning and then 40 or sorry, four times 30 second accelerators from zone two to zone three. And then like 30 seconds in recovery in zone one. So it's basically like trying to ramp up and then 30 straight minutes of basically as hard as I could possibly go, which I will say I'm almost kind of happy. I did it on Hills because my, my heart rate threshold was like 177. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty high, which basically means now my, I don't know if this is like, I've never really asked an actual doctor this, but I've had a, I've done a couple of like breath tests, um, with different like devices. And I had one, I think general practitioner tell me that I may have had like athletes asthma or something growing up. Like I, my heart rate is, gets pretty high pretty easily. So regardless, the reason I say that, like, I was kind of happy it was pretty high because like, well, now my zone one, my zone two are fairly high too. So like when I went out on Friday to do like a quote unquote easy run and zone two and zone three, the top of my zone three is like 163. Yeah. So like, that's a pretty high heart rate for like low endurance. But to me, I can sit pretty easily at like a high heart rate just because I'm used to it, if that makes sense. Right, right. And I think for listeners who want to get into this, this all sounds super technical, finding your zones, doing a lot yeah. of your testing. The one, there's there's something called the Maffetone, uh, I think Maffetone 180, um, that like helps you get started before you have to like do all these like technical finding your zones and shit like that. If you have a new Apple, Apple yeah. watch though, it actually finds the zones for you, which is really nice. But, um, if you want to just like understand how to calculate like where you should be running when I was doing my marathon training, I think three of my five weekly runs were done on doing easy runs, which sounds crazy, but you run slow to run fast. Like you have to be able to hit distances uh, and so to get to those distances, you need to run slow because if you try to go out super hard every single time, hit those distances, hit like record speeds, you're just not going to be able to, to make that happen. Your body's going to get worn down. So the Maffetone method is taking 180 minus your age. So I'm 26 years old. That's 180 minus 26. That's 154. The goal for all of your easy runs, which should be the majority of your runs, like I said, when I was doing marathon training, it was three of my five weekly runs, should be under that that BPM. So I needed to keep under 155 back then because I was 25 um, for my heart rate. Um, so if you want to try to do this yourself, just follow the Maffetone method um, because that kind of that's a little bit easier than than tracking your zones. But for Ralph's program, because yeah. he has one that's a little bit more technical and he's done this for a while, like he knows his body, he knows what zones, he knows what he can hold. Um, versus like you may just be starting out and 
have no clue. Um, and I feel like the Maffetone method is, is an easy one to follow. That's a really, really good point, honestly, because that's like, I think you even had to describe it to me when we first did one of the Nick Bear programs. If people are familiar with Nick Bear, just Instagram personality. Um, he was like a former army. He's a former vet, regardless. He has like some workouts where a lot of his like hybrid training programs have like easy runs in them. And they're always like follow the, what's it called? What is the formula called? Uh, Maffetone 180. Is that what you're saying? Maffetone 180. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I remember when we would do those together, I would be like, dude, I struggle so hard to keep my heart rate below like 156, 155, like even just on a treadmill, like yeah. running at a 10 mile, 10 minute mile pace. But I think it did a really good job of teaching me like endurance is endurance training is one of those things where you have to like, you have to get over your ego really quick yeah. of like, yeah. you can't just go out and run a seven thirty mile, like right away. It's not going to fucking happen. And if you can, you're just going to feel like shit and never want to run again. Right. Yeah. That's the thing is that's why people stop running so quickly is because they go out way too hard in the beginning and then they either can't go as far as they want or they run really hard that first run, get super sore, and then can't run the same speed or same distance the next day. And they're like, fuck it, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna keep doing this. So get over your ego yeah. and start running slow and just build your way up. If if running slow means eleven minute miles, run eleven minute miles for two weeks, then drop it to ten minute miles or uh ten thirty miles, like whatever it need whatever you need to just make yourself to keep going, like do that and get over your ego because Time distance doesn't really matter. It's like just keeping, uh, keeping consistent. Yeah. I think that's another thing too. Good plug on the Apple watches. I know Max and I are both huge Apple watch people and the new ones, the update is sweet. It's just got so much more flexibility. If you do, if you want to get really technical though, like I think the Garmin's are really good, but mm. the reason I bring up the Apple watch again is now they have different views on like, so if I go for a run, I can see like, there's a certain view where I can just see heart rate, my pace, the total time. But then there's another view where I always, when I'm doing my easy runs, I swipe up and it just shows me my zone and the total run like count. I can't even see what my pace is because I don't want to see my pace. My mm -hmm. thought is like, just try to stick under zone two. And then like, my ego gets me towards the end where I'll be like, Oh, like I'm kind of on the bottom half of my like zone. I can kind of crank it up a little bit. Maybe I have like five to 10 minutes left. And usually I end up like going past my threshold, but I'm like, fuck it. I like that felt good at the end kind of thing. <laughs> that was me yesterday. I flew back from Boston super early and we had 11 minute, 11 mile run set for like Saturday oh, that we didn't do obviously in Boston. Um, so I'm yeah. like, am I going to, am I going to run this? after getting off a flight after being having like long ass nights the past couple of nights and then lauren was like i'm gonna go run and i like was laying in bed for another like half an hour and i said i can't i can't let my girlfriend show me up and do a lot <laughs> so i ran Bill buddies baby i know i uh i went and ran 11 which i was very proud of i kept my like pacing pretty slow but that last two miles i'm like okay i actually feel surprisingly good i've like kept it for nine miles so far let me go super hard and i went hard that last two and it felt good it felt good to sweat all that alcohol yeah. out from the past couple nights Dude, yeah that's another thing too like if people are out there that don't understand runner's high 
you will the first time that you go out for a run and you're like i i feel like shit the first mile or two feels like shit and then you get into a zone you have runner's high and now you love running and you know it yeah it could take a couple months to get that first one but once you do it you're like damn i see why people actually do this yeah it's addicting as hell um the other thing i wanted to talk about too i feel like good theme for this one is just like thresholds because this is like a testing week for me so we talked a little bit about the bike talked a little bit about the run um the swim i'm i'm struggling with this right now because i've talked about this swimming to me is very much like i'm kind of a go through the motions type of guy with swimming it's not far it's like one eighth of the whole event anyways so like i and it's Truthfully, too, we haven't even talked about this, but the event is such a shit show compared to like your training because there's so many people around you. But the reason I bring that up is when I did my testing this week for the swimming, it does like it does two separate tests of like your 400 yard and your 200 yard like times. And I was like in the pool on I think it was Monday and I was like getting after it. And so I put in my zones and calculated it in the training piece app. And I did my next swim on Wednesday and I was like, Holy fuck, dude. I'm not <laughs> like my, my zone one was like damn near as fast as like what I could do, like going fucking Gnarly. hard. <laughs> so, so you kind of fucked yourself I'm just on doing that one. Basically. Yeah. My thought is like, I'm basically punting on the zones because they don't do that's another thing i'll point out they don't do heart rate zones for swimming because there's not good technology out there yet yeah to track your heart rate when you're in a pool um so what they do is they do like pacing zones okay so like your it's i think it's based off of your 100 yards um okay. <clears throat> but i basically said scratch that when i get into the pool now i just do like what they call rate perceived effort yep. um or rate perceived exertion so like you're, if it tells you zone two, you're just kind of like, okay, what feels like zone two if zone five is like my max out essentially. Okay. Uh, that's super interesting. Yeah. I, I feel like whenever we swam back for our first one, I just never, never knew how to pace. And so I was just like, I'm just going to go slow. I'm just going to get through the workout. Like that was the biggest thing for me with, uh, yeah. with swimming. That's kind of how I see it too, dude. Cause it, like I said, it's such a shit show. Like. The the half Ironman we're doing is in Sandusky, and last year I think I may have talked about this. It was the first one, and when we looked it up, like it's one of the slowest swims on average, quote unquote. And at the time, we were like, "Oh, we didn't even realize this is the first time they ever did it." Apparently, the way they set it up last year, and Corey actually thinks it's the same way this year, is it's like the whole time you're against the current, so like you're sitting here testing all this shit and trying to get good. I don't think it's a bad thing that people do get really technical with swimming. It's more yeah. of just like the, if you don't, you're fine. It's yeah. really not that big of a deal. And like you opinion. said, it's, it's one eighth of your entire race, which again, one yeah. eighth can make a difference, but like, I don't know, running and swimming or running and biking seem like where you're going to make up the most of time. Yeah, for sure. So. And like, they talk about this in boxing all the time. You can have a plan until you get punched in the face. Like <laughs> you actually can get kicked in the face in the water pretty easily. <laughs> happens. I would be surprised if it doesn't happen to be quite honest. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like last year in Lake Michigan, it was so fucking muddy, dude. You could, I couldn't have seen you to me that time that I like, remember yeah. when we were yeah, in Lake yeah. Michigan and we were doing the, uh, what do they call that? Like drafting drafting. Yeah. 
we're like we're right up on each other i was doing it to somebody and like i couldn't even see their feet i had no idea they were even <laughs> in front of me because it was so muddy and shit yeah. it was terrible yeah cool uh well we ask this every week but out of 10 how are we feeling 10 being the best i feel really good dude my recovery's been like dialed in i'd say i'm like a nine out of ten right now my, i can tell my my like my endurance is really solid like my heart rate yeah. is dropping i can sit and run at like a nine fifteen pace and like my heart rate's totally fine yeah that's huge and i feel like after 11 yeah. days in cincinnati of training you'll come back to chicago and feel even better because it'll go back to flat oh yeah and it's starting to heat up, dude. My joints are like, my joints aren't as tight anymore. My feet feel better. I'm, I'm fucking loving it right now. I'm probably going to get hit in the face this week, though. Yeah, so we'll knock see. on wood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to episode five of BSA. Uh, come back for next week to hear more about Ralph's training. All right. Peace. Peace. Thank you, guys. I'm going to go to the hospital.